Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The cold hard reality of yet again underperforming on the biggest stage has washed across the white ferns at the Women's T20 World Cup in South Africa following yesterday's loss to the hosts. A loss Captain Sophie Devine herself has addressed as embarrassing. I certainly thought um, it was a target that we could we could reach. Obviously, we'd have to bat well against their their quality bowling lineup, but I certainly thought it was a target that we were capable of reaching. Um, it's always difficult when you lose that many wickets in the power play, and, and we probably got ourselves a little bit stuck there. So, look, it's yeah, I'm not sure too many words can describe the disappointment. And I said it just before the embarrassment. That's not good enough for an international cricket side, and and I take a lot of that as captain and, and how I lead this team. And um, it's not it's not good enough. Yes, it's not good enough, and Sophie left her, wore her heart on her sleeve. It puts the White Ferns in a very unlikely position to progress any further in this tournament, but it also is the spotlight on our domestic game and where the progress is halting preparing our woman for the world stage. Dean Brownlee is the White Ferns batting coach, and he's been good enough to join us this morning. Dean, how you going, mate? I'm well, thanks. How are you guys? Yeah, very well, thank you. We've been talking a wee bit of the cricket and just trying to really get more of an understanding of, of uh, what's going on over in South, South Africa. Just quickly, how's the, how's the spirit of the team? Look, Sophie herself was um, pretty pretty distraught. Yeah, we are definitely down. We, we definitely expect better of ourselves as a, as a group, so definitely the, the mood's down, but we, we do need to... We do need to dust ourselves off and, uh, I guess, put in a better performance against Bangladesh in a couple of days' time. When you, when you talk about the performance, what do you put these performances down? Is it a mental uh, problem that, that the White Ferns are able to transition it from training to, to the pitch? What, what can you put it down to, Dean? Um, not entirely sure right at the moment. I'm, I guess we've got some really good players Um who've been really good players for, for a long time. And that, and unfortunately, in World Cups, when you're, when you're playing two games in three days and, and things like that, you, you, things can happen very quickly. And, and I guess the performance over two games, when, when your best players don't really stand up, you, you rely on others. And, and, and unfortunately, we haven't had those, those um, performances yet from the others as well. So, yeah, we're, we're relying on, on some really good players and... and we need a, we need a real team effort from all the all the batters, and we're just not getting that. And pitches have been different, but we need to adapt, and we need to be better. And and yeah, we just haven't been quick enough to adapt in that area. Hey Dean, the com the com games middle was awesome and a great result, but outside that big events, they seem to be far and few between. Um, we have that result. From what you can see from your spot as the batting coach, is there a mental block at some of these major tournaments for this team? 
Oh, I mean, I, I'm quite new to the team. I, I, I can't speak for, for past uh, world events, but from what I see, the talent's there. We hit the ball well. Uh, um, in terms of this event, we just in, in terms of the first two games, we just haven't got it done on a, on the big stage against two two teams we probably needed to pinch one game from. And um, like I said, we, we're going to have to put in two really good performances and, and really try and have basically two two really big wins to have any chance of progressing. We've just got a question. We asked uh, our listeners if they have any questions for you, Dean. We've got one from Kevin here, and he just asked, yep. why do our New Zealand women keep playing across the line with full pitch balls, head at the stumps? That, that's technique. It, it, it's, a, it's a no-no. So is it really a case of just making bad decisions out there and, and decisions with probably less intent? Uh, potentially. I guess we've sort of talked about that quite a bit recently, and, and potentially playing on, on the New Zealand wicket only. Um, you talk to the girls and they've really only toured England, New Zealand and, and, and Australia, and they're usually good wickets. I guess coming here, having, not having gone to India, not having gone to Sri Lanka, they haven't really experienced what a spinning wicket or a wicket that stays low does. And, and I guess in the domestic game, you can play across the line and get away with it. So we've got a big winter ahead with, with a tour to Sri Lanka and, and an India tour and, we're looking forward to a Bangladesh World Cup and an India World Cup after that. So we're going to have to learn pretty quickly. It's going to be a big winter of learning about playing um, spin, playing spin-friendly conditions, and, and like you said, playing with a straight bat. Because at the moment, I think you can get away with those sort of things on, on New Zealand wickets where you can play across the line and get away with, with a ball not moving because it's quite consistent. So definitely uh, a big winter for us to to get better at playing spin, but it's exciting winter because we get to go to tours uh, that we haven't really been before as a, as a team. Dean, just to address the elephant in the room at the moment, Susie Bates at the top of the order, she's yet to score run. Is that simply unfortunate or is it just poor form? No, I think it's unfortunate. She hasn't really faced three or four balls in an innings and, one thing about good players is when they get in, they they do go well. So I'm backing Susie that if she does manage to get in the next two games, she'll she'll have a big performance. So I think in T20 cricket, if you can get yourself in, it's it's your job to see at home and, and, and put in a real good performance. I guess in T20, you, you potentially don't get in as well. So uh, one, the good thing about Susie is when she gets in, she, she, makes, she makes big scores and wins us games of cricket. So I'm backing her to get in and, 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 and make an impact in the next two games. Well, they say you learn a lot about yourself when you have to deal with a wee bit of adversity. So for you, Dean, how, how have you been able to deal with these last couple of days and, and what have you learned about the way you've, you've been able to coach these these women? Yeah, just just sticking together. I think that the big thing is we, we know that they're keen, they're desperate to do well, they're desperate to get better and I guess you, you understand... Um, how tough it can be in the, in the professional game and, and just keen to, we were just talked about sticking together, still sticking to the process of the team we want to become and two bad performances doesn't change the fact of, of where we're headed with this group. So just sticking to that and sticking together as a group is the big thing that we've really focused on. Dean, what about um, when you're preparing the team? You know, lots been talked about, the competitions down here, New Zealand not being up to standard and, and getting international experience. But what about resource? Are you, are you resourced well enough to to advance a side? Yeah, I think so. We've got a really good coach in Ben who's 
who's coached all over the world and, and has done a great job. I think he's leading the team well. I think obviously we're, we're definitely keen to develop the, the domestic game in New Zealand. What, what's been exciting, I think, that sending we sent an under-19 or a development team over to India for the first time. I think those things yeah. help bridge the gap when they get a shot at international level, they've experienced a, a climate or a condition that they've never experienced before so that when they come into the international uh, team that they're almost ready to go as opposed to only playing in New Zealand domestic cricket and it is a huge, huge step up. So I, I think what I've seen of in recent times with development tours and A programs starting to go ahead, hopefully we can sit, we can see that gap slowly close and, and we can produce... 15, 15 really good cricketers and, and really have a real depth problem that we, you know, it's it's hard to pick players. Well, well Lee, you've still got a couple more games to go and, you know, the only way you can get, you know, things sorted out is getting back out there on the pitch. So are we expecting any any changes or, or any sort of approach or are you expecting these players to go out and, and redeem themselves? Yeah, I, I hope so. I hope we come out and play with some freedom. We we haven't mm. played with that sort of freedom yet, and that's what we're encouraging. Obviously, there is a glimmer of hope that if we have two really, really big wins that we can sneak through. So we'd rather uh, lose chasing the, the chance to sneak through to the, the semi-final. So we're, we're going to try and uh, play with that freedom and try and get two really, win two really big wins and, and see if we can sneak through. So there is that glimmer of hope at the moment that we're chasing as well. Well, you got nothing to lose, mate. Go out there and, and leave it all out there on the pitch and, and unlock these, these women, mate. They've got so much talent and we want to see them doing extremely well and um, and getting the job done. So well, we're right behind you on SCNZ, mate. Dean, it's been a tough old time for yourself as a coach heading in there, but good luck for the next couple of, couple of games and hopefully you and the women can get it done. Appreciate it. Cheers for the sport. There is Dean Brownlee, the key coach, uh, the batting coach for the White Ferns, talking about it. Some hard questions there for Dean, but like every coach, you're saying the right things, and I think it's a simple question that, um, you know, just trying to unlock these players. They'll be down in the dumps, and when you're a coach, everyone on the outside noise, like ourselves, everyone's asking questions, what's going on? But when you're a coach, you've just got to kind of keep it simple, keep it enclose and kind of reinvigorate these ladies so um just on that i'm going to throw it to you uh louis you've got a little something that you'd love to read but yeah yeah well, look i found this really interesting dooley we know dooley's plugged in right and dooley loves a controversial take on cricket how's this yesterday he just dropped on twitter actually replying to guy havel didn't even tweet it himself but he's come out hot here can be all like this he's come off the back fence maybe we could say Maybe someone in the media should actually do an in-depth story as mm. to why we are the only country in the top five to six that have gone backwards in the women's game over the last 10 years. Shrugging emojis. Ask some real questions. Find out what number one was in the report and stop covering it up. Now, that's a really interesting uh, tweet just to float out into the ether. I guess he's referring to the report that was done post the World Cup, the, ho the home World Cup. Um, they came out, they made a bunch of selections, obviously. They've moved, they thought they were going in a different direction. But what was number one in the report that, what, that, that 
apparently hasn't been reported that Dooley's alluding to. I'm not too sure. Look, I know that Bob Carter's still heavily involved in New Zealand cricket, and that makes certain people uneasy. I know that there's people that have been close to that White Ferns environment and thought that there was a real power imbalance and maybe there was too much player power at periods and too much coaches' power. There's lots of different voices. Um, I'm not sure what Dooley's referring to, but I thought that was a really interesting thing for a, a, a great cricket commentator and a former New Zealand what? international just to lob out there, is he? Why isn't a public report made public? Like, what, what, why aren't these reports out there for the public to, to read? And why don't we know what the what those were? Well, you know, that's... Uh, I don't know. I don't know the question. Is it more of an internal thing that they can need to sort out behind the scenes? Why, why do they hide these reports, Kempi? They hide these... They Well, every sport's the same, as he. I've already done an off-the-back fence on another... Can, can see another report coming. Um, the reason they hide it was because of accountability. They don't want people to know exactly what's in that report and hopefully they get buried and thrown under the... the Miles of reports that's hands. been done. Yeah, and they go, they go into a. They go, I reckon there's a cabinet in every NSI, and it gets shoved in the report cabinet, and it gets put underneath, so they don't actually see what they are. I I read that that uh, Twitter too from Dooley, uh, Louis. It was so interesting, you know, and he hit the nail on the head. Well, why don't you go back and ask what the number one recommendation was? You know what I mean? Which we'll find that, and we'll come back to you and find find that out because it is um, it is public. It is for public consumption. You can read those reports if you dig deep enough and find them. Um, and yeah, there is something else going on. Like I said, the, I, I just can feel the anxiety and the and the um, trepidation on on in the voice of when people are talking that there's still not clear sailing ahead for the white ferns at the moment. And and does that trickle down to the black caps? That's the question.